0: just go to carscom It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. My name is Michael, the Hebrew Hammer Brown. Thank you so much for joining me here live on the Facebook page for the mothership, the Dream Shake here on Facebook. Uh, and if you guys are joining us uh, via the uh podcast either tomorrow or monday or whenever thank you so much for giving us a listen we are going live here on facebook right after the rockets game this evening versus the utah jazz where the rockets uh stayed a lot more competitive in this game uh to be honest with you than than i thought that um they would at the beginning i was the one who did go to twitter and say that i believed That the rockets were going to win this game what's up jake i don't even want to know what time it is there my man uh over uh overseas where you are but rockets lose tonight 124 to 116 um we're going to go about 25 to 30 minutes here on facebook if you guys have anything you would like to have discussed uh throw it on the table in the comment section uh we will get it discussed here uh, on the post-game show, once again, the Rockets lose at the Utah Jazz at, uh, what's up, Pops, 124-116. Uh, to 116. Uh, Getting to the box score, uh, we'll start with the Utah Jazz. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, 35 minutes, 20 points, 5 rebounds. That dude can flat out shoot the basketball. Rockets gave up way too many easy points in the paint. Uh, but it's easy for a team to, um, what's up, Ryan? Always good to have you join us here on the post-game show. It's, a, it's easy for a team to destroy the Rockets in the paint when they literally are not playing a center. Um, this Rockets team is so beat up right now. I really have never seen anything like what the Rockets are going through right now, injury-wise. Um, and I, I, I loved, Ryan says he liked the fight tonight. I love the fight tonight I thought the Rockets they had a lot of chances where they could have just folded up gone home um and and that would have been that but they didn't they fought the entire game we'll get to that in a few minutes uh Rudy Gobert the the biggest fakest tough guy in the league uh, I think Gobert's a great defensive player I think he he offers absolutely nothing of substance on the offensive uh and he had 13 points. 14 rebounds. It's easy for him to dominate in the paint against the likes of Jay Sean Tate and Anthony Lamb. Uh, So uh, congrats to him on that. Joe Ingles, who easily has the most punchable face I have seen in the league uh, ever outside of Alex Caruso. I hate Joe Ingles. I've hated him since he's come into the league. Um, He had a decent game. 14 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. Uh, Gorgie Nyang had 24 points in 24 minutes, 6 of 8 from uh, the 3-point line. Um, Like I I said at the top of the show, if you guys are just coming in now, throw some stuff in the comment section to discuss during the show, and we will get to every single comment, as we always strive to be the most interactive post-game podcast in the game for every single Houston Rockets game. Uh, Finishing out the Jazz is... Uh, box scored uh, Jordan Clarkson. I really don't get the hype with Jordan Clarkson. I mean, he had 28 minutes, he had 21 points, three rebounds, four assists. He's a really nice bench guy for Utah. Um, I feel like if he was an every game starter for them, he wouldn't nearly be as successful as he is coming in off the bench. He had a good game for them. Uh, it'll be intriguing to see what he can do come playoff time. Um, somebody named Forrest had 8 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. Derek Favors in 17 minutes had 6 points. Um, and uh, Matt Thomas had 5 points. Looking at the Rockets box score, let's start with K.J. Martin. K.J. Martin Jr., first of all, is an anomaly for this Rockets team, and I'm going to tell you why. I think mean, K.J. Martin has star written all over him. The kid is 19 years old. Uh, number one, he plays every single game. Like the kid is an Iron Man. He does not sit out games because he doesn't feel well. He's a lot like Jay Sean Tate. Uh, props to Raphael Stone on this find. Because I think KJ Martin moving forward, I think can be a star for this team. The thing with KJ Martin in a guy like Jay Sean Tate is where do you where do you play them? Like, what is K.J. Martin in today's MDA? I don't think he's a big man. I think he, he's he got small forward written all over him. Um, and I know how much my, my co-host, Mr. Jeremy Brenner, hates the idea of the placing guys in specific positions. You know, you're a five, you're a four, you're a three. You know, you you have your two and you have your one. If you look at... When this team is healthy, let's get to that in a few minutes. So stay with me. Let me finish out the. Um, let me finish out the box score. Uh, DeQuan Jeffries tonight I thought had a really good game for the Rockets in 37 minutes, uh, 17 points, seven rebounds, five assists. Uh, Anthony Lamb gave us some decent minutes defensively, uh, three points, five rebounds. Jay Sean Tate. Uh, in 29 minutes, at 13 points, 8 rebounds, 10 assists. He's playing hurt, and props to Sean Tate because the Rockets are basically out of guys at this point. Um, and we'll preview the rest of the Rockets schedule towards the latter part of this show. Um, DJ Augustine only played in 18 minutes, at 5 points. Kyrie Thomas, the 6'3 guard from Creighton, who was playing nowhere before the Rockets just signed him, uh, has played two games. He's got uh, he had 27 points, five rebounds, three assists on 10 of 21 from the field, four of 12 from the three point line. This guy's awesome. I mean, this we, we talked we we've talked about this over the past three months. Ever since we've basically gone through the hor- I would I will call this if you are a Rockets fan and you're listening to the show right now on Facebook at 11:23 on a Saturday night. That's fantastic. So thank you. We, you know, we at the Dream Shake and at the Dream Tank appreciate you very much. This is the type of guy the Rockets need on this team. This is a guy that can stick on this team. He can shoot the ball. He's six foot three. He's, uh, what did he shoot? He shot four of 12 from the three-point line. But he's a, Matt Bullard put it perfectly, he's a three and D guy. This is a guy that you put on the court and you can play him next to basically anybody. You know, if you have Christian Wood on the court and you want to play this kid, you know, Christian Wood, you know, blocking shots at the rim. You've got Kyrie Thomas on the court, who's a good defensive player. Jason Tate is a good defensive player. Kyrie Thomas has done nothing but impress me in the past few games. So props to Raphael Stone and company in finding this kid and bringing him into the fold. Armani Brooks had 15 points tonight, and Daniel House had nine points. Uh, The Jazz shot 53% from the field, uh, 15 of 38 from the three-point line uh, for 39%. The Rockets shot 35% from the three-point line. The Rockets only had eight turnovers, so the Rockets did a great job tonight taking care of the basketball. The Jazz had 17 turnovers. Uh, The Jazz had 28 assists. The Rockets had 26 assists, and the Rockets were only out-rebounded by nine. And there will be people that will look at this game, and they'll say the Jazz didn't care. It's a trap game. It's Donovan Mitchell didn't play. Mike Conley didn't play. Well, for the Rockets, Kevin Porter Jr. didn't play. John Wall didn't play. Christian Wood didn't play. Kelly Olinick didn't play. Uh, David Nawaba didn't play. Sterling Brown didn't play. And Eric Gordon didn't play. I started thinking about, and we'll get to all the comments I see piling up uh, here in a couple minutes. Think about this real quick. Of all, all those guys that I just mentioned, John Wall, uh, Kevin Porter Jr., uh, Christian Wood, Kelly Olynyk, Eric Gordon, David Nwaba, Sterling Brown, you take those seven guys and you combine them with uh, what would, with K.J. Martin, with Jay Sean Tate, with DJ Augustine, with Daniel House, uh, and a guy like Kyrie Thomas, that's a legit twelve. This Rockets team has been hit harder by injuries than, any, than in, in any time. I mean, it, back, I'm trying to think of a time if anybody can help me out. What other NBA team over the past at least few years has been hit as hard with the injury bug as the Rockets have? And don't give me what's going on with the Lakers right now with LeBron. Crying every five minutes about something different and about how he his team is gonna have to play in the play-in game. There's you can't argue that's not the same. Steven Silas has had to go through more in this season with the injury bug than any of any other coach in the league this year at least. Um, you know, it it's ridiculous. I mean, it's one of those things that I just started thinking about that. Like I was watching the game tonight and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what would this team do if they had those seven guys with them instead of hurt? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Uh, let's get to some of the comments so we can go through those here. Uh, it's some games that Mobley would fit great. And then it's some games that Cunningham would fit in great as well. I don't know, says Harvey Lee. Uh, Harvey, thank you so much uh, for the, the question or I guess the, the comment. Look, I mean, you're watching the game tonight and I think something that every single Rockets fan will agree with, no matter what side of the fence you fall on, whether I think if you get the number one pick, you're taking Kate Cunningham. There's no doubt like you are taking Kate Cunningham. It's if you get the second pick where the conversation starts, would you rather have a guy like Jalen Suggs or would you rather have a guy like Evan Mobley from uh, USC, Jalen Suggs from the University of Gonzaga? Gun to my head, I feel like I would take Evan Mobley. The more I watch of Evan Mobley, Evan Mobley is Clint Capella with more game at the point of entry into the NBA. And the reason why I take Mobley over Suggs is you already have a very crowded part of your roster. If you bring in Suggs, I think it's going to hamper the development of KJ Martin and Jay Sean Tate. Because if you bring in Suggs, as of right now, let's say you keep the team the way it is, your starting five next season would be Wall, Kevin Porter Jr., Suggs, Wood, and Tate. I mean, are you really not going to start? And if you bring back Kelly Olenek... I still think Kelly Olenek comes off the bench, but are you re- the way that K.J. Martin is playing right now, he, number one, he's only going to get better. You're really going to send him to the bench? Like, you're really going to tell him, okay, you're coming off the bench next season? I don't see it. And think of it the other way of, let's say you draft Evan Mobley. Well, your front court could be your starting five next year could look very similar to a Kevin Porter Jr., Jay Sean Tate, KJ Martin, Christian Wood, and Evan Mobley. That's a nasty team. And then off your bench, you would have, now in you'd have Eric Gordon, you would have Kelly Olenek if you can find a way to re-sign him. I think Kyrie Thomas is gonna find a way to stick on this roster. Um, there's a lot of things. And in the 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 words of of jeremy brenner the rockets real season starts when the regular season ends Um, so it's going to be a really really fun off season with a lot of topics uh, a lot of discussion to be had here at the dream take so make sure you continue to make the dream take via the dream shake your one-stop shop for all things houston rockets uh jake mountford says yeah thomas is a really nice pickup man love the fight also really shows that these guys want to (laughs) win and it's 5 a.m yeah so one thing i feel like that isn't being talked about enough by rockets twitter uh, because i think it's important to note that this team is being put in an absolutely i mean really just it's an unfair position, right? Like we talked about, all of the guys that were missing, um, you know, from the team. So they're already being banged up there. You then have a game last night. So what? Friday night. You have to play in Milwaukee against uh, Janice and and company. That they they lose that game by eight points. Then you ask this Rockets team to get on a plane and fly to Utah to play in a back-to-back while adhering to all of the COVID protocols, I mean, that's ridiculous. With a shorthanded team to be asked to do that, I mean, it's an unfair ask. And now you get tomorrow off and then you get to fly to Portland to play the Trailblazer. So you're going from Milwaukee to Utah, to Portland, and then they play the Lakers on Wednesday. I mean, it's just, it's unfair, I feel like. And it's, the schedule is the schedule is the schedule. Like, I'm not one of these fans that's going to sit here and say, oh, it, you know, it's unfair about the schedule. It's like, I'm saying it's an unfair ask for the Rockets to really put up any of a fight in these games because they're down to eight guys. But they fight, man. Like this team is scrappy. Jayshon Tate is hurt. He's playing hurt. Like we can't say that these guys don't want to win. I think it's fair to say that the organization as a whole has manufactured a roster at this point that would not be conducive to winning. But these guys want to win. You can't sit. You can't tell me watching these games because. I, like Jake and Ryan and all these different people that watch these games and Maya and all these people that watch the games from beginning to end, you can see these guys want to win. Steven Silas wants to win. You don't take a head coaching job in the NBA to lose games. But the schedule is not doing him any favors. I mean, you look at one, two, three... Let's so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You look at the last nine games for this Rockets team. Warriors, Knicks, Sixers, Bucks, Jazz, Blazers, Clippers, Lakers, Hawks. Nine playoff teams that they have to play. And of those one, two, three, four, five, you got five road games and four home games. That that's that's such a tough ask of this team. This late in the season. But they fight. And I give give Stephen Silas all the credit in the world right now. Because he's at least. The game against the Warriors a couple nights ago. I was fuming with this Rockets team. Because they played so well in the first half. And they basically gave up the second half. I got to give him credit over the past two games. He, his staff, and his roster have responded well, in my opinion. To the circumstances that they are in. And. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I am bullish on Kyrie Thomas. 6'3 out of Creighton. Plays the game hard, plays good defense. And if you can be a three, a reliable three and D guy, whatever he can show over the past, over the next, what do we have? Five games left. We've made it to we have eight days left in the regular season. That is that blows my mind. Uh, but whatever he can show over these last um four games. I want to see him get legitimate minutes. I want to see him get 35 to 40 minutes because they basically signed him off the street a couple days ago. He's played in two games, scored nearly 50 points and is impressed. So I'm excited to see him play. Uh, Ryan says, if Cunningham gets drafted, we may see Wall, unfortunately, on his way out. Uh, Yeah. I mean, because you you really, you're already going to have a crowded backcourt with Kevin Porter Jr. and Kate Cunningham. John Wall at that point, the Rockets will trade him will they be able to find a trade partner to take on that 40 million plus uh 40 million per year salary plus for 2 years it's going to be really difficult if the rockets can work on a buyout situation with him if they draft Cade Cunningham I mean John Wall will be out and I don't blame him uh I would suspect that he would want to go to a contender um you know I, I wonder if if a team like the Los Angeles Lakers make any sense, uh, because I know that they've been working on trying to find a solution at the point guard position for a while. I know LeBron is, in so facto, their, their, um, you know, their point guard. You know, but in that situation, I'll give you, I'll give you a perfect example. If the Rockets end up drafting Cade Cunningham, Rockets fans, what would you think about a trade? If we were able to trade John Wall to the Lakers and a guy like Kyle Kuzma comes back to the Rockets, uh, Kuzma's a guy who recently signed a, a not as big of a deal as as John Wall, but the Rockets would have to take some salary back, and Kyle Kuzma Kuzma's a, another 3-and-D type guy, that's the type of deal you would be able to swing, I think, with the Lakers for John Wall, depending on how they do in the playoffs. Um, let's see... Uh, Jake says love how much KJ has stepped up And helped this team when they need him most He can be such a star for the Rockets And a major piece For the future of this team uh, Totally agree Jake I I really don't have a lot of concerns With KJ Martin Because I think he's so young And he's he seems to be so Coachable That any shortcomings In his game I feel like we have plenty of time to work out. And there's really not a lot that he needs work on. He's more comfortable with finishing at the glass with his left hand, even though he's right-handed. So I think working on his right hand, working with his right hand at the, you know, finishing at the glass, I think is a next step that he can take. Continuing to work on his three-point shot, he's up to 36 plus percent plus over his last 10 games. So his three-point shot is really working. I Like I said, I am bullish on his role on this team moving forward. I think it just needs to be defined. I think it has to be because you're going to have to address other positions on this team. The Rockets need another big man. There, there's You can't argue that. With the fact that Christian Wood has been as injury-prone as he has been in his first season as a Rocket. You can't just have Kelly Olenek be that other guy. The Rockets for the last four games did sign to a 10-day contract, a guy named Cameron Oliver. Uh, I like Cameron Oliver. I think you guys are going to really like what he brings to the team over the the next four games. So be on the lookout for Cameron Oliver, uh, big guy. We'll we'll talk more about him after his first game uh, on Monday night, against Portland. But like I said, I think you guys are going to like what you're going to see from him a lot. Uh, Lewis Brown says Olenek needs to be re-signed. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough. Re-signing Kelly Olenek is going to be, there's a lot of factors. (laughs) Let me tell you that. You're going to have to figure out again what role-wise, like what what is he looking for moving forward? Is he okay with coming off the bench? If he's okay coming off the bench, I want him back. Is he a starting? You already have Christian Wood. Is Kelly Olenek the right guy to have next to Christian Wood? I don't know. I, I really don't know the answer to that because I don't think I've seen enough of them together. My gut tells me that my the the way I would want my starting front court. Kelly Olynyk is not the right guy to have starting with Christian Wood, I think, but I want Kelly Olynyk on this team. Like, I think Kelly Olynyk is the perfect guy to have coming off of the bench for this Rockets team, because I think he can lead the second unit. I think he can be really successful against the everyday second unit for basically every single team in the league. Uh, so I, while I do agree Kelly Olynyk needs to be re-signed, I think that's an important conversation to have with him in what he expects his role to be moving forward beyond this season. And outside of that, you also have to think about and talk about what the Rockets front office is, is Tillman Fertitta going to spend the money to build this roster the right way? Because he may look at this situation and You know, Raphael Stone went on the Sean Salisbury show here in Houston on Sports Talk 790 a couple weeks ago and said that this is not a rebuild. If it's not a rebuild and you want to contend as early as next season, then you're going to have to spend money. You're going to have to spend the money on a guy like Kelly Olenek, or you're going to have to spend the money on a guy like John Collins. And if that happens, then this team is going to be in a much better spot next year to contend. For a championship next season? No. Uh, this is not a championship roster next season. However, I think this is a team that can make the playoffs as early as next season and be a team, if built the right way, a five to eight seed in the West next season. Um, who's the center of the Rockets sign? Cameron Jones. Uh, Cameron Oliver, I believe, Ryan. So uh, we'll look into that. I'm sure the the awesome writing team at the Dream Shake will have a write up uh, done on Cameron Oliver uh, as early as uh, this evening or uh, tomorrow. While we are live here on Facebook, I will try and uh, bring up uh, that player. Yeah, so it does look like it is Cameron Oliver, uh, six foot eight. Um, Let me see here. Six foot eight. He has been signed for the rest of the season. He did play at the University of Nevada. He's most recently of the Australia's National Basketball League, where he did average 17 points and 10 rebounds, shot 32% from the three-point line. So uh, I'm pretty excited uh, to see the the likes of Cameron Oliver for the rest of uh, the season. Uh, <laughs> Leslie and Connor O'Leary, thank y'all so much for watching the show. Uh, Ryan says, Bradley, Lamb, Jeffries will probably go back down to Rio Valley. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you mostly there. Uh, da, 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 da. Thank you so much, Leslie, for all of your support this show. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jake says, I think seeing this fight shows that Silas is doing a good job at motivating them and the players, always praising them. Those are some of the many reasons why I think Silas is the right man for the job. Yeah. I think the latter part of this season, Jake has really shown me that the Rockets do have the right guy for this job. Uh, and I'm excited, you know, to see, you know, what he can do for the rest of the season. Uh, Lewis Brown points out that Eric Gordon might be good trade bait. Again, it, I mean, it, it honestly depends on what they can get back for a guy like Eric Gordon. And so much of that hinges on the draft. Like, if you're a Rockets fan watching this team, it's all about the draft. If the, the Rockets need to land a top four pick, which I think they will, the, if you get that top four pick, depending on where it is, it's going to drastically alter what you're going to do in free agency. Because if you get a guy like Evan Mobley, I think you need to look. You don't need a guy like John Collins. You you have your, your big man tandem. I would say as long as he wants to be here, I think Christian Wood. I'm not sold on him being a franchise guy just yet. I think he's a really good player. Uh, I think he has the capability of being great, but he's got to stay on the floor. And I think getting a guy like Evan Mobley could really help his development in becoming that type of player. If you get a guy like Kate Cunningham, all of a sudden you need to get that big guy for Christian Wood. Whether it's Kelly O'Linick, whether it's John Collins, whether that's you know using potentially you know one of the two other first round picks that we could have, getting another big guy to develop next to uh, Christian Wood. Uh, Devin Glass says this young core has been so fun to watch. I've genuinely enjoyed these past few games. Our guys play with heart. We're trending in the right direction. Yeah, uh, Devin, you, you say it, you know, spot on. And this, this season has had a lot of downs. You know, let, let's not sugarcoat it. Let's not sugarcoat the fact that this is not going to be a fun season to look back on. I think that there was a lot of mistakes made by the front office. I think that there was mistakes made by the coaching staff but i think the one thing that you can't argue with is the fact that this team does not quit this team does not roll over this te- the the cards have literally been stacked against this team from jump street with the the james harden situation and then eric gordon going down and then christian wood being in and out of the lineup and then you know having to you know tr- you know acquire you know john wall in and out of the lineup uh, you know, acquiring Victor Oladipo and then trading Victor Oladipo and bringing in Kelly Olenek on the fly and finding a guy like Kyrie Thomas at the end of the season. But when these guys succeed like Kyrie Thomas did tonight, that's awesome. That That's a really cool moment to witness as a fan. This is a guy that literally did not have a team. He was nowhere four days ago. And now he's a guy that you know, a schlub like me is talking about on a podcast that I think he has a decent shot at sticking for this team. If he can continue to bring the energy every single night, the way he has the last couple nights. Um, let's see. (laughs) Love you too. Miss O'Leary. Um, you continue to listen to the show and, and I got you covered on all things Houston Rockets. um, Two things I want to talk about before we, uh, before we finalize the show here on a late Saturday night. Ryan says, can a Wall, KPJ, Cunningham lineup work? Absolutely not. It, that, that lineup makes no sense for me because John Wall is not good enough off of the ball to make that work. KPJ is too young to make a trio like that work, and Kate Cunningham will be a rookie. That, that's too many hot variables for me, man. So, unfortunately, I don't feel like that's going to work. Uh, but great question, as always. And Lewis Brown says, and we're going to end the show on this, biggest mistake was selling the team to Fertita. I got a question for everybody listening to the show right now. And, and if you're listening to the show after the live video tonight, tweet me at BSWpodcast underscore MB. Tillman Fertitta bought the team approximately three years ago. If you were to tell him at the time of purchase, that three years or three or four years down the line, your team is going to be in a full rebuild mode and every single aspect of your business is going to be hit by a global pandemic? Do you really think he would have bought the team? Because I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know how Tillman Fertitta is going to react to the fact that his star in James Harden was traded. I don't know how he's gonna take a, a a hard rebuild. When was the last time the Rockets went through a hard rebuild in their organization? Every single year, basically, that Daryl Morey was here, this team was in contention in the playoffs. The playoffs are about to start in a couple weeks, and all of the Rockets fan base will be doing nothing as it pertains to, uh, you know, I, I think. You know, we're, we're not going to be watching Rockets basketball this postseason. You know, I've got a, a girlfriend that's pretty excited about that. But, you know, but I'm not excited about that. Like, I'm not excited about the fact that the Rockets aren't going to the playoffs. I'm not excited about the, you know, the uncertainty of this offseason. Because the Rockets are leaving the, the Rockets are leaving the fate of their franchise in the interim in the hands of ping pong balls. If you get the number one pick, then all of a sudden that energy, that excitement is going to be built back into this franchise. What happens, what happens if they get the fourth pick? What happens if they miss out on Evan Mobley and Jalen Suggs and Cade Cunningham? Then what? What happens this offseason if, in my opinion, what cheapo Tillman Fertitta is going to do when he doesn't sign Kelly Olynyk? Or he doesn't go get us, John Collins. So, great question by by LB. You know, talking about or statement by LB. I, I think it's we're gonna find out this summer. We're we're gonna find out a lot about the type of owner that Tillman Fertitta is this off season. Um, and before we sign off tonight, <laughs> I totally forgot about the Taquan Jeffries dunk on uh, on Rudy Gobert. He put him in a body bag tonight. Because Rudy Gobert is the, the fakest tough guy in the league. I think he's a clown. Like Great defensive player, offers nothing offensively. Um, I hope the Utah Jazz lose in the first round. I hate the Jazz. I hate their fan base. I hate Joe Ingles. I hate the fact that their head coach looks like the bad guy from uh, Spider-Man, uh, the first one, the Green Goblin. Uh, I can't stand that team, and I wish them nothing but the worst – Uh, in the playoffs this season. I hope they get knocked out in the first round. Uh, I think it's going to be really, really funny if they match up with the Los Angeles Lakers in the first round. I would love to see that matchup, and I would actually root for the Los Angeles Lakers in that first round matchup as much as I hate the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James. With all that being said, this has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream shakes the dream take podcast the number one podcast for sv nations the dream shake make sure to check out my personal twitter on uh <laughs> twitter at bsw podcast underscore and uh throw my co-pilot mr jeremy brenner a follow on twitter as well at j-e-r-e-m-y-b-r-e-n-e-r also follow the dream take at the dream take and the dream shake at dream shake You can find The Dream Shake on Facebook at The Dream Shake. We are entering our very last week of live shows right after the game. I cannot believe we have made it to the last game week, so very excited for that. Uh, If Let's see. Let's take a look. You will have me live here on Facebook again after the game on Monday against the Trailblazers. Start time, 9 o'clock. The Rockets play the Lakers on Wednesday. Uh, They play the Clippers on Friday and the Hawks next Sunday at noon. Uh, We'll come out uh, probably Monday with our schedule for where you can find the Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday shows with myself and or Jeremy Brenner. And before we sign off, a very happy Mother's Day to all of the moms out there. We appreciate y'all so much and everything y'all do for us every single day. With all that being said... Go Rockets. Have a great Mother's Day and a great Sunday fun day. See y'all later.